This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Bruchem Abayim. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We are continuing in Mishnah Bura Dafa Shavua. Kal Hashoyne Halochos B'Chol Yom Muftach Loi Shuben Olam Haba. So we're learning Simon Dalad. Now, in the beginning of Simandala, the Mishnah brought down two opinions as to why we wash our hands in the morning. The Rush and the Rajba. The Rush says our hands are busy, and therefore for davening you got to clean them. We mentioned that according to the Rush, not only would you make a bracha by Shacharis, but you'd make a bracha by Mincha and Marav as well. As opposed to Shita Sarajba. The Shita, the Rajba, is the reason why we wash our hands in the morning, is because in the morning we're a Beria Chadasha, we're a new creation, we inaugurate our service of Hashem, by washing Natal Siadayim. The Mechaber has never spoken about the Indian of washing your hands three times to remove Ruach Ra. We are now being introduced to this concept. Sif Beis. Simandal Sif Beis. Yedaktek la'orei saleh mayim shalish pa'amim. You should be careful to pour the water on your hands three times. Lahavir Ruach Ra shishar alein to remove the bad spirit that resides on them. Says the Mishnah Bura. Yedaktek. Why should you wash your hands three times? Besides the Rush and the Rajba that were mentioned in Sivkat Aleph. Should Tzarchlito Yadav Latfila, they have to wash your hands for Tzfila. Tzarchlito Gami Shemruach Ra, Hasharali Yadayim, you also have to wash your hands because of the bad spirit that resides on your hands. So this is a separate reason entirely. You need to wash your hands three times to remove the Ruach Ra. If the washing would only be to remove the bad spirit, Chazal never would have enacted a bracha. Because this is a Kabbalistic practice, and Chazal would not have been masakin um, a bracha to remove the ruach ra. That's why you need the other reasons. The other reasons say that you need to make a bracha. This reason requires you to wash your hands three times. Says the Mishnah to pour on them. The Yitzleim lechatchila ad perak hazraya. Lechatchila, you should wash it until the joint of your arm, until the wrist. The main loimayim. Let's say you don't have enough water. Dayad kishrei etzvoyz. If it's enough to the the joint of your of your finger, your that the final knuckle. V'tzarch livshoyt hakapois. You should stick out your hand, your palms. Like somebody who wants to receive something. This is sourced in the Sefer Seder Hayoim of Ramosha ben Machir, who's the author of Maida'ani. V'yagbiyim keneged arosh. You should raise them up. Commence with your head. In other words, you should raise up your hands when you wash the Nagel Vasa. This is not talking about Natil Sidaim Shachras. This is talking about removing the Ruach Ra. There's some Kabbalistic reason why, if I, if I remember correctly, the Seder Ayyam says, Va Yenatlaim Va Yisaim. There's a connection between washing your hands and raising them up. Okay, so this is an interesting halacha, or at least a recommendation, that when you wash Negevaser, you should, you should uh, position your hands as if you want to receive something. And the question is, so what do you want to receive? 
I believe the Seder Ayyam says the Tumah is being exchanged with a Tahara. So it's like you, you um, position your hands like you want to be Makabel Tahara. Okay? This is a very interesting point. Now, Gam Toiv Hadiach Piv. It's a good idea to rinse out your mouth. Not only because the guy next to you would prefer not to engage in conversation with you in the morning until you do so, but besides that reason, um, the Mishnah doesn't say why. Let's see in the Bar Hetev. Um, I believe it comes from a Rajbah, namely that your mouth should be clean before you pronounce, before you say the name of Hashem. So now the nafkamina here is when you rinse out your mouth in the morning, you should be mechavein. You're cleaning out your mouth so that your mouth is. Um, betahara, so your mouth is clean, so that to be able to praise Hashem. Yeah, in the uh, Dirshu, the Mishabura bring uh, he quotes Mishabura later on. Sukkot Lamazani brings the name of the Beis Yosef that you're going to be saying the Shem Hagado Bekdusha Betahara, um, and therefore you should clean out your mouth. On a public fast day, you should not rinse out your mouth. There's a very interesting Berhetev over here. The Hetiv says that when you wash your right hand, you should say Yod Hagedoyla. Your left hand, Yod HaChazaka. When you rub your hands together three times, say three times Yod HaRama. When you fill up your hands to wash your face, you should say Yadav Galilei Zahav. When you wash your face, you should say Roy Shoy Kesem Paz. When you wash your eyes, you should say Enov Kiyonim. When you wash your jaw, you should say lechayov karugas haboisem. When you wash your lips, you should say sivsoisav shayshanim. When you dry your face, you should say ufneem pnei adam ufnei arye al yamin. And by doing so, you will be you will be moitzechein be'ine koroyav. The thing is, Rabbi, so we we can't really do this. Number one, if you're in the bathroom, you can't say these pesukim. Number two, you didn't say berachas haTorah yet. But the main idea is that a person has the ability to elevate himself, where every part of his body is uh, a him, and there's a chashivus in the avoid of washing each part of the body. Now, you should wash your hands three times. Says the Mishnah Baruch, Sholish Pamim, V'afilu Say three times, I'm going to pour 50 gallons on each hand, and one time, no, that doesn't help. The spirit does not leave unless you wash it three times. One on the right, and then on the left, alternate. Right, left, right, left, right, left. If I remember correctly, the Seder Ayoyim says, the reason for three times is that there are three different ruchais rois that reside on the hand. Okay, that's an interesting idea. Now, so according to the baseline halacha, you're watching it three times. Uvesefer Masarav Kasav. In the Sefer Masarav, they bring from the Gra, Arba Pamim, four times. Sholish Pamim Lavar three times to remove the bad spirit. Varaviyas Lavar Shenidmu, and the fourth time to remove the Tame water. Now, here's the Shaila. We know Kabbalistically, for na- when you wash your hands for bread, you don't alternate. You do two on the right, two on the left. But for Nagel Vasar, to remove the Rachra, you alternate. For the fourth time, where the purpose is only to remove the, the uh, 
Tamei water, do you need to alternate? Or, or I just washed my left hand the third time, so now I'll, I'm here already. So I'll wash the left hand the fourth time, and then back to the right. So Chaim Knievsky says, you can, you're allowed to do that. There's no Indian of alternating for the fourth time, but the minog is to do so. Now, You need to encourage women to wash their hands three times, alternating like men. Especially because they're the ones making the breakfast. They're making the food. We don't want them to be metame the food. You should also warn and encourage Katanim to wash their hands in the morning. You know why? They're going to be touching their food. They're going to be touching the food. Now there's a big shaila. At what age should a kid start washing his hands? Because according to this, that there's Ruach Ra, then maybe a kid who's uh, one and a half, does he have to wash Negevaser? Because again, Negevaser is not a halacha. If it was just a halacha, then when they reach the age of Chinuch, they would have to wash their hands. But this is a matter of them con- spiritually contaminating the food and then ingesting it. So then any child should uh, have to be required to wash Negevaser. So the Dershu brings down that the Shulchan Harav says that the truth is that before Bar Mitzvah, it's not such a beginning of washing Negevaser, based on the Zayar. Namely, you don't really have Nishmas Yisrael. The Jewish soul does not come until a person is Bar Mitzvah. And the Shulchan Aruch says further, the Minog is to be Mekel, that a Katan Shalai Higi does not have to be strict about Negevaser. However, someone who is Zahir from a Katan, from the day of his Mila and on, Kadosh Rav Yaakov Emden says that even though the minog is to be meiko less than the age of chinuch, one who is machmer miyamamila um, is recommended to be machmer even on a little child. And Rav Yaakov Emden says some say not only is it recommended but it is required. Rav Yashiv is quoted that you should be makbid to wash a kid's hands from the t- from the time he's able to walk. In the Sefer, Kuntras Mitzvah Schinuch, he brings that one should wash the hands of a child from the time that he understands when you talk to him. Reb Chaim Kinevsky says that one should wash the hands of a child from when they start touching food. If they're touching a bottle, they're not touching food yet. If you're feeding them, they're not touching food. From the time you put them in the high chair and you give them the Cheerios for them to eat as the finger food, that's when they should start washing Negovasar. Um, says even before. The point here is very interesting. It actually takes two extremes. On the one hand, this is not just a halacha. It's a matter of safety. In other words, the ruach ra could be damaging spiritually. And therefore, even though other mitzvahs, you're not teaching the kid to say a bracha, you're not teaching the kid to do any other mitzvah, but this you do want to be careful about. On the other hand, the Shulchan Aruch has a kula the other way, that the way that this ruach ra um, comes is when there's a vacuum, when the neshama leaves the body. But the Jewish soul doesn't come in the first place until a child is a bar mitzvah and perhaps a little bit earlier from the age of chinuch. Now, accordingly, the Mishnah Baruch says, Let's go to the bagel store. And Jose is handling your bagels. You say, Jose, do me a favor. 
I want you to wash Nagel Vasar and make sure you wash alternating, Serugim. And then he washes. He said, no, no, no. The Gros says the fourth time also to remove the... the no, no, no. There's no Indian of Nagel Vasar on Akum. Deloy Mekabli Tuma, Tuma. But then, um, where you have an issue is, you know, you go to Israel. If the guy who's uh, making your bagel, he's not an observant Jew, so now you have a problem here. Um, we've got a problem, Yusin, because uh, did he wash Nagelwasser in the morning? So then if he didn't, so in America, most, uh, most people who handle your food are wearing gloves. But in Israel, the concept of hygiene did not necessarily make it to every food establishment. So the question is, you know, do you need to throw out the bagel? So, let's see the first beer halacha. The beer halacha says, Yedaktik Even if he only washed his hand one time, The ruach ra left that hand. Now, you would assume that a guy in the morning, by the time he got to making your bagel and cream cheese, he's washed his hands at least one time. I believe Rabbi Vadya writes a swara that in all likelihood, he's probably, over the course of the morning, washed his hands three times. I mean, most people, when they go up in the morning, if they go to the Beis HaKisei, they're going to end up washing their hands, and they're going to rinse out their mouth, and while they're rinsing out their mouth, they'll probably wash their hands, and they're going to brush their teeth, and they're going to... So, at least one time, it's uh, almost for sure, and it's very likely they'll end up washing three times anyway, but that's uh, a leniency. Sif Gimel. And now we'll talk maybe more tomorrow about what do you do with food that somebody touched before Negevaser. But Siv Gimel, Don't touch your mouth before Negevaser. Don't touch your nose. Don't touch your ears. Don't touch your eyes. Says the Mishnah the ruach around your hands could damage these avarim. The Mishnah says later on that if you do it with a, you know, if you want to get something out of your eye, you could use a tissue, but not to touch uh, directly. Now this is a big chiddush. We hold, we're machmer like the achroinim. Not only should you not t- put your finger in your eye, but even on the eye, on the ear, on the nose, you should also avoid on top of anything that has a orifice. Let's start the next sif, and we'll do the bir Allah on it tomorrow. Sif Dalad. Afilu mi shenatal yadav. Even someone who did wash his hands. So he's allowed to touch his orifice. There's one orifice you should avoid touching too much. Don't touch where you excrete from constantly. Because it could lead to hemorrhoids. Don't touch a place where you let blood. Touching it too much, like your mother always told you, don't scratch, you're just going to make things worse, you're going to get it infected. says the Mishnah Bura, Afilu, now, before you wash Negevasa, don't even touch the place that you excrete from, even occasionally. Or even the male organ, where the hole is, even if you're married. 
Because wherever there is a hole, it could bring in the Ruach Ra. Or the like regarding a hole of bloodletting. Because then the evil, the bad spirit could damage any hole in the, in the body. Okay, we'll hold it over here, Rabbi Isai. Thank you very much for joining us today. Wishing you all, have a great day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.